Good evening. You're listening to K Tahoe AM and FM. It's time for the bright side with Alexis Robin. Good evening, Jen. It's a beautiful Monday here in sunny South Lake Tahoe. It is. I'm having a hard time putting my fall decorations out. I, you know, I put mine out this weekend. I changed out all my winter clothes and summer clothes because I thought, you know what, it's. I still have my flip-flops out so I can wear the rolled-up jeans and flip-flops, but, you know, it's going to start snowing soon and get cold. And I like your optimism. Yeah, it just happens that way, you know? It's like one minute you're in your sandals, and the next minute you're like, where are the snow boots? So <laughs> did that this weekend, and um, yeah, I had a super fun weekend. But today's show, we're talking about men, women, and stress, and specifically how we handle stress differently, what we need during stressed out times, and then what to do if both of you are stressed out, right? <laughs> Which that, is probably not uncommon in like married relationships. Right. Well, I mean, in today's world, stress is the norm, right? We're pursuing more, we're saying yes to more, and we're processing more information than ever. So um, I was at a conference in Boston a few weeks ago, and Daniel Goleman spoke. He wrote, um, he's like kind of the guru of emotional intelligence, mm-hmm. and his new book is called Focus. We did a show on that a few weeks back. Mm-hmm. And he said that we are now processing five times more information each day than we were 20 years ago. Wonderful. I mean, that's a lot of information to be taking in. Yeah. Right. And so, um, so you think about that, and it's resulting in men and women both arriving at home pretty stressed out. Mm hmm. I mean, we've, you know, we're in the age of overscheduling our kids with like seven different activities and, you know, going from one thing to the next thing and, you know, saying yes to more at work and doing more jobs because people have been laid off. And I mean, there's just the the cocktail for stress in our lives right now is incredibly high. And so, you know, you can either a get really good at um, saying no to anything that's not essential or. Um, if you're not there yet, we're going to give you some tips today on how to deal with stress and, uh, and what to do if your spouse or your girlfriend or boyfriend is stressed. So, um, so there's this great article that I will reference from the Huffington post. And the article was written by a woman named Dr. Gail Gross. And you can find out more about her on, uh, Twitter. She goes by Dr. Gail Gross, uh, G-A-I-L-G-R-O-S-S. So you can find her on Twitter. But it's basically about um, men and women and how they cope with stress and what the difference is. There's a whole bunch of information about the hormonal differences, (coughs) excuse me, which I found to be fascinating. This whole idea of what happens when we go into fight or flight and how um, men are have a different kind of cocktail of stress hormones than women do and what their hormones do is um, they really push them to um, fight or run away right Mm -hmm. that's very much how men react to stress whereas the women's cocktail of hormones and they are they're some of the same things right it's Mm -hmm. not like they have different hormones than we do the estrogen plays a little stronger role for us in stress but the um, the women's hormones actually um, push them towards reaching out and um, looking to others to protect themselves and their young. So as the men kind of go into this like real physical, like I'm going to either fight this or I'm going to run away, which in today's world actually looks more like because they're not dealing with the physical stress, right? They're dealing with emotional or yeah. psychological stress um, of the workplace or what have you. 
and so for them, it looks like, you know, I'm either going to like win this or compete or mm-hmm. perform better, mm-hmm. or I'm just going to push this down and ignore it. <laughs> Right. Like that's the emotional version of running. That's so true. I just had a conversation with a man over the weekend about a situation, a very stressful situation. And it was interesting is that is exactly what his, when it comes down to it, his reactions were, were to fight, fight. I'm going to win. I'm going to win. Right. Or ignore it and it'll go away. Yeah. So, um, so very different, right? So, um, what stresses out men, according to this article (laughs) is not being able to win, perform or achieve. So, you know, men are basically intrinsically wired to win, perform, and achieve. And, um, you know, reading this kind of total non-sex sidebar is, um, as I was reading this, I was thinking, well, no wonder that women don't get paid as much as men in the workplace. I mean, if they're going into every interview trying to win, perform, and achieve, like get more, get more, you know, they're going to be pushing a lot harder for higher salaries. Yeah. And if, and women on the opposite hand, they, um, they're working towards maintaining relationships because there's a lot of our self-worth and our identity tied into how strong and healthy our relationships are. And do people like right? us? Right. And do people like us? So very different, very different um, approaches here, very different things we're going for. So um, so when men are stressed out, it's generally because they're not able to win, perform, or achieve. And when women are stressed out, it's generally because they're not able to maintain relationships. Now, is that the only way we get stressed out? Absolutely not. But those are kind of two main things. So for any of you who've read, you know, um, what is it? Men. Women are from Mars. Women are from Venus. You got it. You got it. Men are from Mars. Women are from Venus, which was popular, I think, in the 80s or 90s. Um, I think I remember my mom having a copy of it. I've got one you can borrow. Yeah, I'm sure. I, like almost every woman does. The men are like, whatever. <laughs> um, but uh, but men are problem solvers. Right. And so they like to saw, you know, you go home and you say, oh, had the worst day, blah, blah, blah. This thing happened. And they immediately dive into this problem solving and these are generalizations right do this so obviously all men aren't like this so you know just brackets up for that but um but yeah they you know they tend to want to help you fix it and and make it better and you know that would be like winning or achieving Mm -hmm. or performing right like let's just fix this and get on with it whereas women they when um they are dealing with stress. They um, tend to nurture and reach out to others. You know, we talked about this in an effort in the, you know, back in the day to protect themselves and their young, but, Mm -hmm. but really it's this, um, you know, they work to dissipate their stress by sharing it. And Arno, I mean, he's obviously already picked up on this because whenever I come home stressed, he goes, I know you just need to talk it out. Go ahead. I'm listening, (laughs) you know, and I just blah, 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 blah. And at the end, I'm feeling like, you do, you feel better, even though maybe there isn't a solution that's, that you've come to. Right. Maybe you've come up with a few points that you can, as you, but yeah, I did the same thing with someone last night with a man I was talking to over a problem I'm having. And it was that it was just, let me, you know, whine to you or whatever you want yeah. to call it. And I felt better. There was still no real clear cut answer at the end. And the but problem it's, was but, still the problem, but I felt better. Right. But it's, you know, you're sharing it and when you share it, it dissipates it. Yeah. And that's, you know, this, this great article in the Huffington Post talks about, um, is that when we share it, we dissipate our stress. And so it's like, oh, well that feels better. Like now I've just put it out there. I've told the story. 
to somebody who can hear me and is not going to like ridicule me for it. And Mm -hmm. that feels good. Okay. Moving on. Right. Whereas, you know, the women are looking for some kind of completion, some closure, some, you know, solve that thing. Um, So you can see the challenge when a woman comes home stressed out, looking to share her stress, to dissipate it. And the men don't want to talk through a problem. They want to either kick its butt or they want to run away from it. Right. And so then the women's like, well, let's talk about it. And if the man's trying to ignore it, it's like, uh, hello, I don't want to talk about the it. Words men hate. Let's talk. Yeah. Ah! I mean, so it's um, so really interesting because we're, you know, both the man and the woman are trying to work through something and be available to their spouse or mm-hmm. their partner. However, uh, if they are not, uh, they're not doing it in the way that the partner needs. Yeah. Right. So what do we do about this? I mean, that's the that's the key. Right. So let's not leave you hanging with the show. Like, she's okay, got now the, what? Here she's going to problem solve. You're going man on us. I'm going man on you now. <laughs> I'm going to problem solve. <laughs> but that's because none of you are dissipating your challenges with me. You're just listening. So it's OK. <laughs> Look out in your well, inbox. They're right. going to dissipate. <laughs> right. Anticipating inbox. I'd love to hear from you. Um, so steps for dealing with kind of dual stress in the relationship. So when both partners are feeling stressed and they both need to share or do something to help themselves, like how can you be the most effective? So first of all, um, for both parties, I would encourage you to try asking for what you need. Mm-hmm. Right. Hey, I just need to talk about this. I just, you know, I, I need to share something with you. I'm not looking to solve it. I'm not looking to fix it. I just I just need to tell you what happened. Right. Or, you know what? I really need your advice. Mm-hmm. Right. Ask for what you need. Or, you know, I really need you to, you know, I need to tell you this is going on. So, you know, but I need you to not bring it up again. Unless I do, right? If you're trying to ignore it or run from it, which, you know, I don't know that denial is a good good way to handle it. But, you know, if you are, um, but ask for what you need. And sometimes that takes like tuning inside and saying, what do I need? What, what am I trying to get by sharing this with somebody? Like, what is my point in sharing this? And if you can do that and articulate what you need, it'll be much easier for the other person to help you. Mm-hmm. So that's one thing. Uh, second thing is ask what they need. So sometimes we now have a um, a deal at home where, um, you know, obviously I'm a coach. I'm an executive coach and a life coach. And I'm sure being married to me is not the easiest. And so um, sometimes my husband will come home and he'll have had a rough day or something will have happened. And he'll start sharing it with me. And then in the old days, I immediately, I would either jump in and start coaching him on it, or I would try to fix it, or I would give him advice or, you know, I mean, I would just jump in and do whatever I thought was necessary. And sometimes it would, you know, I'd get the old, don't coach me, like back off, sister, wasn't asking for a life coach. I was asked, you know, just want to share with my wife. So now um, what I've done is when he comes home to tell me something, I'll, I'll listen and then I'll say, how can I help? And when I say that, then he has the option to say, gosh, you know, I'm really tied up about this. I'd love for you to help kind of coach me through it. Or he'll say, there's really nothing you can do. I just wanted to share it with you. Mm -hmm. Or he'll say, you know, gosh, can you help me? um, Can you help me like look at it from a different angle? Because I'm just so frustrated. Or can you help me figure out what to do next or Mm -hmm. whatever? And so 
it is really, um, that's a really great way you can respond when you're not sure and you find yourself getting ready to like dive in. This works on children. It works with your employees. It works with your friends. Somebody calls you up and they say, oh my gosh, the worst thing happened with my kid, blah, blah, blah. And you immediately start launching into what you think is the appropriate response only to find out when you realize their response is not as friendly as it was earlier that you took the, wore the wrong hat to the conversation. Yeah. yeah. So definitely asking, how can I help after somebody shared something with you, um, will guide you to give them what they need. Um, the other thing you can do is ask, how would you like me to listen? So sometimes, you know, my friends or my business partner, for example, Gretchen, she'll call me and she'll say, oh, I have to, you know, I need to vent. And I'll say, well, how would you like me to listen? Do you want me to listen as your business partner? Do you want me to listen as the co-founder of P-Link? Do you want me to listen as your friend? Do you want me to listen as like another mom? Do you want Mm -hmm. me to be on your side? Like who, you know, who do we need to hate today? You know, like what's, (laughs) who can, who can I be mad at for you? Do you want me to be mama bear? Like, how do you want me to show up for this conversation? Because, you know, you can really, if you show up with the wrong, if you listen the wrong way and respond, you know, I'm responding as a business partner versus as a friend, you know, then things can kind of go sideways. So asking how you, they would like you to listen is important too. Um, the third thing that you can do is to just understand that men and women deal with stress differently. That is true. Right? We just process it differently. I told you a few things in the beginning of the show about, you know, what stresses men out. There's this, you know, in this article in the Huffington Post, um, you know, this is something that is you'd be able to, um, you know, read and get much more information on. And uh, I'm looking for the exact name. The name of the article is How Men Handle Stress Differently. It's actually about how men and women handle stress. Um, And that's in the Huffington Post. But... You can just understand that, hey, you know, we do this thing differently and that's okay, right? Like, don't try to make a woman a man and don't try to make a man a woman. No. Right? And sometimes you can learn from dealing with it the way they deal with it. The other thing you can do, the fourth kind of tip here, is you can up your capability to empathize. And empathy is a huge skill. And we talked about it in the Focus Show um, a few weeks ago. And this is based on Dan Goldman's work, again, um, in his book Focus and in his article um, in the uh, Harvard Business Review. But there's three different kinds of empathy. The first one is cognitive empathy. And this is the empathy to understand another person's perspective. Mm-hmm. So think of it as like, oh, Jen, I see your point. Mm-hmm. Like, I can see your point. I can understand where you're coming from. Mm-hmm. Mm, that makes sense to me, right? So you're empathizing by being able to understand, to get in their mindset and really understand what's going on for them. The second one is emotional empathy. So first one, cognitive empathy. Second one, emotional empathy. And emotional empathy is the ability to feel what others feel. So get in my shoes. Imagine what I'm feeling right now, Right. And this is kind of, think of it as like, I feel your pain. Mm -hmm. Oh, I've been there. Oh, I've done that embarrassing thing before. Oh, la, 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 la. You know, gosh, I feel you, man. That must just be awful. Or I remember feeling that way before. So um, being able to feel other people's pain. And then the last 
uh, form of empathy that you can work on when you're focusing on others is this empathic concern. And empathic concern is really an interesting piece that we use in, um, this is something we want from spouses. And this is the ability to sense what another person needs from you. So you can feel, you're like, ooh, I feel your pain and I see what you need, right? I can, I feel that you're like embarrassed because of something that happened at work and I sense that you need to hear that that's happened to me before, you're not alone and, you know, it's okay, mm-hmm. right? Didn't make you a bad person or what have you. Um, so that's one example of, of, of empathic concern, the ability to sense what another person needs from you. And, um, and so if you can get good at these things and continue to develop that kind of social awareness of other people and what they need, um, tuning into them, that is going to make you uh, a more effective spouse for your Mm -hmm. spouse when they're stressed. And it's also going to make you a more effective leader, you know, bonus points here in and outside of work (laughs) in and outside of the home that will help you. And the deal is, is if you, if you are not good at empathy, the way it comes across is that you're clueless, right? Like if you, if you don't understand what people need, if you don't see their suffering, if you can't get in their head and figure out, you know, what their points are, Um, basically what it looks like is somebody who's clueless because they're just not paying attention. And there are some people who just have not developed these skills Yeah, and they really don't get it. And those are the people who sometimes you'll hear me talk about how people don't wake up with the intention of ruining your day. Most people don't know. They don't wake up. I mean, I've, I have not met a person who has you know, been in my office who has said like, oh yeah, I really wanted to hose that person. I mean, there's people who, you know, have secret fantasy of, you know, ruining someone's day, but they generally don't act on it. So it's, um, the sane people don't, yeah, (laughs) the sane people don't, we're talking about people on the well side of suffering here. Everything that we talk about on this show, the assumption is in order to benefit and use these tools that you're on the well side of suffering and that your mental health is solid. So that's important to know. I'm glad you actually brought it up. Even if it's kind of funny, it's, you know, that's important to know, right? It is important. Um, so, so being able to kind of tune into what others needs is really important in the world. And then finally, the last thing that you can do here to improve your ability to navigate stressful times when both you and your spouse or your boyfriend or girlfriend are stressed out is to feed the me. Now, my client, Amy Mars, she's, um, she's great. She has all these great one-liners and, um, she, she said that one day, I've got to feed the me. And I said, yeah, I love that. So using that. Um, but this is about doing small things to nourish yourself. And when you do the small things to nourish yourself, it refills your own self-regulation. So when you think about, um, there's the basics that I talk about on the show all the time, which are what, Jen? Well, um, let's see, hunger, sleeping. Um, let's see. That's because I always think about that now when I'm at my desk and my third finding out, okay, stopping and do I need to go to the bathroom? Right. Am I tired? Am I thirsty? Am I hungry? Right. Um, so the taking basics. Taking care of those. And then if that, whatever that state of mind is, is persisting, then go from there. Right. So exactly. So tuning in, like, what do I need right now? And knowing, um, and then giving yourself the basics, good night of sleep, healthy meals, plenty of water, you know, taking care of what you need to take care of throughout the day versus waiting all day long. Um, 
and, you know, doing these little things that really helps to refill your own self-regulation. And this will help prepare you to be emotionally available for your partner when they come home stressed out. Because if you're stressing at work, at home, wherever, then it's going to be a lot harder to be emotionally available yeah. to your partner. So I'm tired. Yeah, or if you're just flat out tired. So if you're a leader who has people the, that have the opposite gender working for you, this all this applies to the workplace as well. <laughs> know the differences in the way that women and men handle stress. Know the differences in the way they reach out. Because if you are a female boss and you have a male employee working for you, it's important to understand how they um, manage stress. And this can help improve your effectiveness at work and at home. So, um, so that's men, women, and stress for you today on the bright side. Next, uh, this month on October 22nd, for the locals who are listening, uh, we're actually doing a leadership workshop through the chamber. It's from 1 to 5 p.m. You can sign up for it on tahochamber.org, and I'll be teaching that. It's a uh, four-hour interactive workshop where you can actually, will have time to work on your own leadership and um, walk away with some artifacts that will help you to be a better leader. So nice. hope to see some of you guys there. It's a great, inexpensive way to get training and coaching so. yeah i guess so yeah. very good men women and stress yeah yeah and if you do want to comment on the show which you're always welcome to you can do that on the ktho radio facebook page or on the nourish life and business coaching facebook page now this page will be changing to uh the positivity link coming up here in the next week or so so um watch for that but if you're going on today, it's still Nourish Life and Business. And uh, we'll be switching over to the positivity link really quickly here. Very cool. Yeah. Fun stuff. Oh, very good. Well, thank you very much. Thanks, Jen. I will uh, take this. And I'm glad it was not my, you know, original women and the men who caused them stress. Maybe we'll do that sometime. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Lots Sounds of fun, though. Good. good information. We will see you next week. Same time. Same, same time. place. Same place. Right here. You've been listening to Alexis Robin on the Bright Side here on K Tahoe AM and FM.